Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. I love these guys too with Soulshine because we switched up the song last night. They just, I just happened to be on our Facebook page for the music and I saw the lyrics that they'd posted and I said, oh, I really like this. This would have been perfect for tomorrow, but I knew we had already picked other songs and Eric said, well, maybe it's not too late and they just change it. <laughs> so they're, they're pretty darn talented and we're really lucky. So today is all about facing our fears. And so if you're new here, we have been doing this Wizard of Oz series. And, you know, last night at the, um, at the program, somebody said, well, what is unity all about anyway? And, and so I was just making the distinction. And I kind of liked what came to me, which was the Wizard of Oz, the Bible, same, same. You know, it's just because it's nothing is sacred and everything is sacred. And we can find the messages everywhere. So we can take anything that we want to study and find what we, you know, the coming home part, coming home to ourselves. So in the Bible, Jesus ends up in the desert facing his own version of the flying monkeys, the, the devil who's trying to tempt him to go away from center. The devil is telling him that, you know, I can give you power. He, he has all these promises. And Jesus has to maintain his center, which he does. He tells him, get out of here. Stop tempting me. <laughs> Dorothy and her friends have to go through the haunted forest. We know it's a haunted forest because there's a sign that says, Haunted Forest. <laughs> and the scare, I think it's the scarecrow, isn't it, that says, I don't believe, or the lion says, I don't believe in, in you know, spooks. You know, he, he doesn't think that this forest is haunted. So the spooks come and, you know, and he says, oh, I believe in spooks, I believe in the spooks. <laughs> So it's not that we say that we're not afraid. We do have fears. The fears just don't have power because they aren't real. But we don't deny our emotions. We, we do get afraid. But as we go through those haunted forests of our lives, we're never alone. So even when our worst fears happen, I mean, here's the scarecrow who all he wanted was a brain, right? And what does it mean to have a brain? It means I'm somebody of substance. I matter. I'm important. And so what happens to him? The ghosts pick him up, throw him down, tear him apart, and there he is scattered all over the place. Or maybe it was the flying monkeys that did that. So that happened. Anyway, and, and so here he is, his fear that he is has no substance, is realized. Have you ever been afraid of something and it comes to pass? <laughs> I remember one of my fears in life has been mice. And so fears, 
you know, so those of you who aren't afraid of mice, you're thinking, oh, come on, really? <laughs> but the things that you are afraid of seem like a big deal. And I have, I have done all kinds of things to deal with this fear. Homeopathy was really a good thing, you know, dreams, past life regressions, all of it. But one of the things, because it's a fear of mine, I was going to go down and visit Rachel in California one time. That's why I went for the homeopathy, because hypnosis hadn't worked with the person I went to. And I knew that there were mice in her neck of the woods, <laughs> and I might meet one. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then another time in my office, I, I came in, and there was evidence that there had been mice in my office where I saw people. And you have to understand that my fear of this was intense enough that if there was a mice in my house, my solution to that was it's time to move. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I come in and I find evidence of this. So I got my pest control guy on speed dial. I call him. I said, you have to get over here. And so you know, it's arranged for that. But meanwhile, I have two apprentices that I'm working with at this point, and I thought, okay, they have to learn how to do hypnosis for phobias. I know this is a phobia, but it's mine. And when I had gone to see this other person, the way that she did it just did not work for me. And, <clears throat> and I knew what it was. I knew for me it was a past life thing. And so I said, all right. I'm going to figure out how to teach them to do this. And so I wrote out this whole protocol of how to do it. I gave it to the two of them, and I said, OK, go. I'm the patient. And so we, they did it, and it worked. And I would not say it worked to the point that I am inviting them. I, I, you know, I don't really want them on my team, but um, I, can, I can cope at least now, which for me is a huge, huge improvement. We all have things that we are facing in life, things that, that seem like we could never, ever get past them. Some of them are things we're so afraid of, like in the case of mice, that it isn't something we want to go toward. It's something we want to get away from. And other things... It's something that we want to do, something in life that's so important to us. But we, we have no idea how to get there, and we're so afraid that we can't. And the flying monkeys show up to tell us for sure we can't. The flying monkeys are those thoughts that we have that tell us, you are not substantial enough. You do not have what it takes. You are going to fail for sure. All of those horrible things that we say to ourselves, those are the flying monkeys. And they have power over us if we give them that power. What are some of your flying monkeys? Anybody got a flying monkey you want to share? Yes. Alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, big flying monkey. Yes, Eric. My blindness. Your blindness. Okay. Victor. It's not a flying monkey, but um, the original Wizard of Oz story, the field mice are heroes. <laughs> hundreds, of, hundreds of them come and they help carry the lion out of the right. Okay, for those of you who didn't hear that, the field mice were the heroes in the original book version of the Wizard of Oz. 
<laughs> yes, Tom. Poverty. Poverty. Yes. Anxiety. Anxiety. Uh, yes. Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Self-deprecation or self-doubt. Okay. Self-deprecation or self-doubt. Tricia. Belief you're not worth it. Sandy. Rejection. Ugh. All these miserable monkeys. What are we going to do with them, huh? Monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give them some bananas. There's a thought. So feed them to the mice. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. <clears throat> so we, we do have tools. We do have tools. We have remembering who we are. We have one idea that I read was create, a <clears throat> create an action box to get your body moving. Because when we are afraid of those monkeys, we tend to be paralyzed. And that doesn't help us, so we want to get moving. So in your action box, put actual physical things. Like you might put, um, I don't know that you'd have an extra pair of running shoes, but you might put maybe a nice pair of socks that you're going to put on before you put on your running shoes. You might put on a bathing suit to remind you to go get in the pool and swim. You might put in a set of a DVD of yoga moves something in there that so in case you get paralyzed you can go to your your action box and get out something to get you actually moving put on dance music you could have a, a well we're starting to date ourselves technologically but a cd of of um, songs that would get you up and moving a play yeah i know i was thinking it's a playlist now but how are you going to put that in the box <laughs> anyway um, you can also do something to shift your mind. So what would shift your mind? There are some significant flying monkeys around if you turn on the television or the radio, right? Oh my God, all the things that are gonna swoop down to get us at any time now. The government will shut down, nuclear war will happen, global warming is taking over the world. I mean, maybe it is, but if we focus on that, it's a flying monkey. And, and we may as well just end it now because it's going to be so miserable. That is not who we are. We actually signed up for this time as souls. We signed up because we are here to be bringing light into the darkness. We don't need light if we're standing in the middle of the sun. We need light when we are in the middle of the darkness, and so bring it on. That's what we said collectively, and sure enough, it's happening. They're bringing it on. And we have to remember who we are, that we are bearers of the light. Even though something terrible has happened, even though the home has been flooded or the home has been burned down or the person that we love has left or the, you know, whatever it is, the diagnosis has been given. All these things that happen that scare us, these flying monkeys, 
in our world. All of these things, we need to bring light to them. We need to shine love from our heart. We need to shift the way that we think about them. And we need to remind ourselves that no matter how impossible it seems in the world of the divine, which is the field of all possibility, everything is possible. That what we need is provided to us as we need it. We can't see our way from here to Boston in the car while we're still in Bend. But we can see the headlights on the road and we can see the part of the road that's right ahead of us. We can't see how we're going to get free of this flying monkey of alcohol or anxiety or self-deprecation. We can't see that from here, but we can take that first step. We can remind ourselves that with God, that field of all that is, everything is possible. There is no, God is not an outside force. God is the power streaming through us. When we think about how we want to create this amazing spiritual hub, this campus that pulls together and, and makes this vortex of spiritual light in our community, it seems so much bigger. I mean, just coming up with the money for a building fund and, and creating a building seems like an impossible dream. And, and then we, you know, we get a little bit towards that and boom, we expanded the vision even more. And it seems in some ways like an impossible dream. How would we ever do that? And yet, at the same time, we see all this light, all these people are coming together. If you were at the light show last night, you saw this amazing community, a multi-generational community that had come together, all intensely interested in spirituality. The number of people just in our community that is committed to spiritual consciousness is astounding. And we are just one community. We are awakening. We are making a difference. We are spreading our light. Napoleon Bonaparte, who maybe in the great scheme of history was not one of the good guys, depending on whose side you were on, but, but he was still profound when he was going across the Alps and they said, you can't do that. You can't get across the Alps in the wintertime. Are you nuts with a whole army? He said, there shall be no Alps. He would not allow a mere obstacle like a huge mountain to stand in the way. Nothing will stand in the way if we know who we are and why we are here. Nothing. 
those voices in your head, those flying monkeys, give them a banana and keep on going. <laughs> really. <laughs> we can do what we are here to do. It's wired into us. Think about when we were just tiny little cells in our mother's wombs. Nobody knew how to make us into a baby, much less the powerful people that are sitting in this room right now. And yet there's something encoded in us. In the acorn is the knowing to be an oak. Whatever is in your heart to do, whether it is you individually or us collectively, whatever it is, the knowing of how to do it is there. It's just our conscious minds, the rational part of us that doesn't have all the information and tends to behave like a flying monkey telling us, well, how are you going to do that? What's the plan? What are the steps? And it's like, well, I don't know, but it's going to happen. Because there is no dream that is impossible. It just seems impossible. We are moving in the light, toward the light. We are the light. And there's no flying monkeys that can stop us. So resolve this week, there shall be no flying monkeys. They will not stop me. You don't have to say, I don't believe in them. No, they're there. You just don't have to give them your power. In the end, we know that even though the flying monkeys take us all the way to the haunted castle where the, the wicked witch, who is still an aspect of us, remember, we are all the characters in every story. We're not the poor victims. We are orchestrating all of these situations that come, that call from us the greatness, the light that we are. When Dorothy ends up throwing the water to save her friend the scarecrow, not to kill the witch, but to save her friend the scarecrow, she inadvertently kills the witch. She acts from compassion and courage, and she is not a mousy little farm girl anymore. She's like, oh, no, 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 this is not going to happen. We all have that power in us. So the cancer that comes or the devastation of our home or the whatever it is, whatever wreckage that seems to threaten our well-being, like the fire on the scarecrow, we bring the water of life to that the power of who we are, 
and it overcomes. And we get that in the moment when we need it. Know that this is true. And it will never look the same. There is no impossible dream. It only seems that way. But we are going for it. Let's do it together.